Heroes of Terra is a new 5e expansion coming soon to Kickstarter that brings the Celtic legends to life at your table. Ethereal creatures stalk the fringes of humanity's settlements while chieftains lead their clans to battle across the wilds into the other world. With new classes, tribes that represent life in ancient Ireland, and more, you can take authentic Irish legends and representation and live within those legends, including the Ace She, one of the mythological bases for Fae in D&D. Go to heroesofterror.com to find out more and sign up for notifications for the Kickstarter coming soon. Hey everybody, welcome to Fae Forge Academy. I am your Dungeon Master Steven, and with me today... Who am I waving to? We, <laughs> we, have a, we have a little smaller crew today, but we got Chris. Hi, it's Chris. Ian. Hey everybody, it's Ian. And the CEO is back, Kelsey Garcia. Hey everybody, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, and if Kelsey's here, that means Brina Boondiggles is coming back, so... Brina. Be excited. Yeah, she's coming. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I haven't... Uh, no, gotta keep that in. Sorry. <laughs> Already. <laughs> Before we get started, a couple things. Um, if you like dice, which if you play D&D and you're listening to this podcast, I assume both of those two things are true. Uh, go to greenleafgeek.com. Um, Leah is a handmade dice maker as well as sells um, curated sets from companies like ChessX uh, and HD Dice and other awesome companies that make beautiful dice. Uh, so if you need dice, go get some from her at greenleafgeek.com. Uh, we're also really excited to be part of the Roll20 Spotlight program. Um, so in this past year and a half of COVID times, if you needed a virtual tabletop, check out Roll20 uh, at roll20.net. And we have a Patreon. Uh, if you want to hear more of Brina Boondiggles, actually, there's a few of, a few episodes of, of content up there, of uh, Bedtime Stories with Brina. We got a ton in the archive, so there will be more coming. We have a ton in the archives. That's very true. Also, if you have listened thus far and we are bringing you a little joy to your life, if you wouldn't mind stopping by iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review, that is one of the most helpful things you can do to any podcast you listen to, but especially little indie podcasts that are just trying their best like us uh, to bring a little joy to the world. If you want to give Steven an immediate shot of dopamine, go leave a five-star <laughs> review because he likes that a lot. And it's and it's not it's just true. Steven. Every time someone leaves a very heartfelt review, Steven will who scours it, finds it, sends it to us, and we all we all have tender <laughs> we all hearts. Cry together. It's true. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so if you want to help the brains of the people in Faith Forge Academy, leave that review. Or if you want to just you know keep me. Remind me what it's like to feel feelings. Do that too. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we play D D. That's right. <laughs> With that, let's uh, go to the Faith Forge Academy. Brina, 
Weird things have been happening in the library. Over the last few weeks, uh, there's been weird noises, books rearranged, whole rooms untouched for ages, completely cleaned and organized. Rooms that you thought that only you and Cactus had even known how to get to, changed overnight. On top of that, a few days ago, you you got almost like these, not sure if they're dreams or memories back in your mind. You remember these shadowy elves taking over the school. You remember these five students who, who you helped uh, navigate the library and rescue Professor Perseverance. Uh, and you remember this seed that you placed in the singing tree. And then you remember starting school again. Like nothing happened. It's been a weird few weeks. As you and Cactus are just hanging out, uh, kind of doing your normal thing, uh, reading some books uh, down in the depths of the Lost Halls, one of the library drakes that you two have become acquainted with flies flies down to you. It's Tyrio. He's uh, Teal, kind of the leader of these three drakes. Uh, says, uh, Hey, Brina and Cactus. Tyrio, hi. So, hi. Uh, how are you, you, you doing down here? Any more weird? Tyrio, yeah. I mean, yeah, we're doing okay. But I just feel like I need to make sure that you understand that there is some weird stuff happening here, and I'm really glad that you came because it's like I'm really feeling freaked out about it, and Cactus is too. And Cactus is trying to help me be brave, but I'm just really struggling to know what to do because it's like you walk into a room and it used to be one way and now it's a different one. And like, I'm having all these memories about students and I planted something in a tree and Tyrio, I'm feeling confused. Yeah. There's like a lot of stuff that's been going on recently. Um, but I kind of wanted to talk to you about these like rooms that are getting clean. Cause you know, we don't, we don't do that. That's, um, no, I mean, Gibble has asked us to do that. And, and that's exactly, it's super boring. I, I could never imagine you guys cleaning anything. No, it's, it's, <laughs> it's very, it's very boring. Um, the, the rearranging some books, like we would do that kind of, but, but I feel like they're um, more organized, not less. And I don't feel like that's really your style either. Yeah, no, that's a problem. That's a problem that we're going to have to deal with. Um, I mean, but, I wouldn't necessarily, some people wouldn't say it's a problem to be honest with you, Tyrio, but I hear what you're saying. I'm listening. Yeah. So, so, uh, a couple of the students that, uh, how do I say this? Uh, well, uh, that, that one time I tried to kill, uh, that we tried to kill. Sure. Okay. Against our, against our will. I mean, okay. But, but we did try to do that. Like, were you being controlled? Yeah. You remember with like Vespin Willow song and all those elves came to, to like yeah, sure. take over okay. and yeah. So, I mean, you guys are pretty anyways. mischievous anyway, so it's hard to know. <laughs> well, but we're like, we're like drop a water balloon on your head mischievous not like okay. trying to murder people that's like sure sure okay but i guess what i what i'm trying to say is there's a new student that's that's hanging out with these other students that we tried to kill one time uh-huh um uh, and and they're a fairy <gasps> and they said that they have a a little dragon friend what and that we could yeah 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 oh my god and that we could go and we could go to their 
their room and we could have like hangouts and stuff. Okay, Tyrio, I have a few things to say about this. First of all, this is very exciting. But second of all, you know that I do struggle with I'm meeting new people because I'm very shy, but also I have a hard time stopping like all the facts coming out of my mouth all the time. And third, a cactus has never met another dragon. I don't know. Cactus, what are you what are you thinking about meeting someone new? Well, but I have more. Fourth, I'm wondering where do they live? Because I'm extremely comfortable in the library. Can we change the location of the can we change the location of the party to the library? Um, I'm also wondering like what does the fairy well, look like? I've never uh, seen a fairy before. And Well Well uh-huh. just just why don't you take a breath? Yeah. Why don't you just come 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 with us? Because well, we're we're technically drakes, but we're like we're draconic in nature also. So Cactus has met other dragon kin. Okay. If sure. you sure okay. Um, and Cactus and Cactus Cactus kind of pops his head out of out of the the sh- his shell and says like that that actually sounds kind of fun. We can- I know, but Cactus, you're so much more brave than I am, and you really interact with new people much better than I do. Do you promise, Cactus? Do you promise not to abandon me at this party? Yeah, of course. Okay. I would never abandon you. You could even sit on my shell. Okay, that sounds good. Cactus, I have another question. How does my hair look? And and it's like not good. There's like it is <laughs> wild. There is moss in it. She looks like she's lived in the library for a year. Uh, it looks it looks like as good as it always does. I I really like your hair. Thanks, I'm not Cactus. exactly a hair expert because I only have scales, but I wish I kind of had hair like you. You know what, Cactus? So, if you um, think it's good, then I'm sure it is. Yeah, yeah. So plus, I was thinking like about all those like weird things happening. Uh huh. Like l- last time, like you know how we we talked about getting our memories back and stuff. Yeah. And or or those dreams or whatever they were, I think those students were like super helpful. And if this fairy, that's true. If this fairy's with them, like maybe they could help us. Cactus, do you remember that they had somebody else who really loved the library too? And I just feel like that's making me feel a little bit nervous because what if that person is there and then they want to talk about the library to me? Like I feel like I know a lot about the library, but what if that person knows more than me about the library? And then. What am I going to do? There's no way anybody knows more about the library than you and me because we have literally lived here and they think they live there. There's like, they're like, oh yeah, I live at the library, but I just come from like, like, we literally live in the library cactus. We like grow mushrooms and eat them and stuff. That's true. Okay. That's a good point. Okay. I think I am going to write on your shell cactus because I feel okay about it, but like, I'm not feeling super great about it. I like, I'm really excited to meet a fairy because I've never met a fairy before. I've read a ton of books about fairies. And remember we read that story about the fairies and they were in the Feywild and then they saw a dragon too. And so maybe like, maybe it's going to be fine cactus. So I think I do need to write on your shell though, because otherwise I feel like my heart is beating extremely fast and I'm not even sure where I'm going with this right now, but I just know that I'm nervous and excited. Yeah, me me too. Let's let's do it. Let's go. And uh, Cact- Cactus, like, readies his shell for you. Oh, don't forget a blanket because the, the spikes are kind of spiky, so you don't poke yourself. Um, and Tyrio, Tyrio is waiting very impatiently, uh, very excited to... <laughs> be invited somewhere outside of the library by a student. He's like, come on, come on, guys. Are you, 
Let's go. Let's go. Okay, Tyrio, just, yes, here, we're coming. Okay, we're doing our best. We're trying to summon up the bravery. And Tyrio, it, not everyone can be like you who just has all this confidence that you can just be whoever you want and do whatever you want. Like, some of us have to think about how our actions affect others and how our actions affect ourselves. And we have to think about whether we're going to ever be able to make friends because we can't stop talking. And it's 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 so gonna Tyrio, be it, i'm just saying not everything <sighs> comes easily to everyone like it comes to you because not everyone can be like this amazing drake who can think of clever things to say and drop water balloons on people and eat donuts all day i i do have those skills those are those are good skills um, okay so i'm just i'm doing my best and here we come <laughs> yeah okay uh so you all uh slowly make your way out of the uh library because cactus is primarily an aquatic creature <laughs> as a dragon turtle and so his flippers are flipping up the stairs and everywhere as Brina's on on his back. How big is Cactus now? How much uh, time Cactus has passed? Cactus is I would say at this point it's been it's been a few months. Uh he's he's definitely probably about twice your size. Can you um compare it to an animal that we know? Uh he's basically the the space on his he's got about 5 feet of 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 diameter on the back of his shell. Oh wow. Okay. Um, so he's 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 getting big. I mean, dragon turtles end up bigger than ships. Mm-hmm. So um, he's still very small for a, for yeah. a dragon turtle, <laughs> um, but definitely much bigger than a gnome. So as as you as you flip flop your way out of the library, Gibble doesn't say anything, but just kind of gives you a look. One of his eyes just follows you very slowly as you all as this procession of three drakes, a dragon turtle, and a gnome make their way out of a library. But Brina definitely feels like as they're walking past the need to be like, okay, Gibble, don't worry about us. We're going to be back. We have to go meet some people. And like fades, like almost like the sound fades out. She's continuing <laughs> to talk as they walk away. But Gibble, don't worry because all of the books are taken care of and we are, we're going to And she just continues to talk. (laughs) I love it. Uh, You make it into the quad, uh, which is where the the singing tree is. You see this this beautiful tree. Um, I'd imagine the last time you came up to the surface uh, (laughs) was was when you planted the tree in it. So it looks much more uh, calm. Uh, There's a few students walking around, again, kind of giving you all looks like, what what is happening? Uh, You make your way uh, into the dorms. into this this little little dorm room common area where there's a door. Uh, Tyria looks at you. He's been he's been really playing it very confident after like the speech about how many great skills he has. Uh, but as he gets to the door, he kind of looks at you, looks at the door, uh, like puts his puts his little claw up to knock, puts it down, puts it up again, and then like knocks a couple times. Uh, is there is there anyone here? Uh, rain. Well, Tyrio, I thought you said we were invited here. I feel like by you showing so much like reluctance, that makes me feel like we weren't really welcome here. So I'm not exactly sure how to interpret this. Like maybe we should go, Cactus. Do you really think we should stay? Because I think maybe they don't want us here because Tyrio's usually so confident. And no, I don't no, know no. why he's not just, knocking on the door. Well, hold, well, I did. I did knock. I knocked. I knocked. Okay. I knocked. But it was like an open invitation. It was like whenever you want to come. And so it was like, I, I don't know if they're actually here right right now. Uh, and you, cause and and rain. Uh, hmm. You would be doing whatever you're doing in your in your tented dorm area. It's it's an evening, uh, and so you hear you hear this little knock, and you hear these these like voices on the other side of your door arguing back and forth a little bit. What do you do? 
And just for, for continuity's sake, where are where are Sepia and Ariadne and Ariadne's been been gone most of the day. Um, I'd say uh, after she explained the new role that she has, she's been very driven as as she normally is. Uh, Besky is is um, exhausted and sleeping. Um, uh, Ashrin, you have no idea where she is, but she's not not around. Uh, and Sepia, ever since she since you all got back, has been very very quiet and has stayed in her room, um, kind of not really engaging with anybody. I, I imagine Rain is probably in my little house. Um, for anyone who didn't catch the last episode, Ashrin had commissioned for Rain this little house to be built that's basically positioned in the common room. And Rain had uh, requested that cause assist in creating a sort of, um, it's basically like a magic mouth object, but it just plays a little like music, like club sounds like, but it's always going on. (laughs) Rain's that roommate. (laughs) I'm that roommate, definitely. But it plays on a loop, so you're welcome for that. Um, So I'm probably in my house, um, probably, I imagine on my back with like my arms behind my head in my hammock, just kind of enjoying the incessant noise. I'm going to say that Kaz has gotten down on this and has, uh, you know, at first, like, the loop kind of bothered him because he was trying to work, but then he realized that the secret was inside the (laughs) EDM. (laughs) (laughs) And has now, like, set up, like, a little, like, imagine, if you will, like, a wooden crafted... Uh, rune imbued little turntable that he has like set up. It's small though <laughs> because everything okay. in Chris's house is small. So he's just like using his fingers. It's really more of just like a button. Board. It rains. But he's he's kind of like uh, starting to like, you know, enhance his sound with this this new this new music, this new sound that, that Chris has brought into his life. He's, he's, like, he's like, oh, maybe the fake have, have got a few things figured out. This isn't half bad. <laughs> Okay, so as as you were kind of both both doing that, you hear this these knocks and these little like whispers back and forth on on the door to your common room. With with your permission, Stephen, can we say that we don't hear this at all? Like it's just like. <laughs> 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 like so you hear you like hear these you noises knock, coming through. Somebody inside turns the volume up. <laughs> <laughs> so so Brina, you hear these noises on on the other side of it. It sounds room. like a banging party. <laughs> yeah. It's two. It's just two. The most, <laughs> the most unique party you've ever heard. As these new creations and musics are being born in this dorm room, like all good music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I guess there must be a party going on in there because I do hear some really loud music. It sounds like there's a lot going on. But the thing is that we knocked on the door and nobody answered. So what are we supposed to do? Do we like go look inside the window? Do we knock again? Cactus. I've never been in this situation before trying to go visit someone and they're obviously there, but they didn't answer the door. Like, I really don't know what the protocol is for handling this. Well, what if we, what if we, uh, my, my flippers aren't very good. So my, my really, my, my door situation is just like, knock them down, uh, which probably wouldn't be super, um, yeah, like, I feel respectful. like maybe we could do that but, at some point, but maybe it's not the right solution for right now. Like, what if you just open the door and I, I well, can stick me. my head in? Me? Well, you, 
Well, I can't twist the knobs. But what about what about Tyrio? I mean, I I can't just walk into somebody's house, Cactus. I just feel like that is outside my comfort zone. I Tyrio, you're the one who invited us to this party. Okay, okay, okay. Tyrio, yeah, yeah, you yeah. are the one who invited us to this party. You need to make this happen, or else I'm going home. Yeah. Oh no, 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 no. We, we, yeah, we got this. We like, got this. I want to be here. Two. I'm not trying to be difficult, but it just feels like I don't know what to do right now. The other two Drakes are, are totally doing that, like, teenager. Yeah, that, do it. Do it. Open the door. You got You can do it. You open the door. And, and Tyrio's, like, look at, looking around. And he finally finally plucks up the courage and wraps Tyrio, his little Tyrio, his Tyrio. Oh. <laughs> he opens it, <laughs> and his, his little um, teal head pokes through. Again, Rain and Cause, it's up to you whether you actually see this or not. <laughs> I don't know, honestly, if Rain catches it, but I do think that um, Pop, uh, that Colonel might, because <laughs> Colonel's real weird about his personal space. You hear, you hear from it, Colonel's. Colonel's got a little bed in this home, right? Like a mm-hmm. little. It's like a little, a little heated. Um, <laughs> if there's like coals underneath it, and there's like a little bed yeah. on top. He, you see him like he's he was sleeping. He. Does almost like that that like dog look when someone someone's at your door like head head perks up the ears start like looks around yeah sniffs sniffs around there's there's rain rain Mm -hmm. rain yes rain turn ah, ah. I can't I can't hear anything what uh. (laughs) what do you mean oh yeah sorry I'll turn it up (laughs) (laughs) oh that frequency is very bad for 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 Drake's. Uh, but I smell, I smell, I smell other, other, other drakes and, and what? algae, algae and <laughs> mushrooms. Rude. <laughs> Quick question for Chris. Uh, uh, this music, does it remind you of anything? Like, is this like, is this like, is this like a part of your like fey like memory or like your. Not at all. This no? is my like, I'm trying to find myself at college music. Like, I'm just experiencing <laughs> okay. like dubstep and shit for the first time. Oh, like, nice. okay. this is, that's all that this is. All right. There's no symbolism or. Okay. Perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> I'm going to say that as Cause has been playing this music, that I'm actually going to go ahead and use my third level Tale of Ages class ability to actually wrap the entire oh. room in an illusion uh, that basically like sort of tricks the entire room out to look like, uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to put us, put us on a beach. Oh my. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put us on a beach and it's going to be like, um, I'm going to go ahead and have just like a little jam band going out on the beach and like, <laughs> yes. up there. and so like it's even more disorienting when Brina walks into the room, yeah. especially for Colonel. Cause Colonel's like seeing all these illusions walk around. He's like, whatever, they're not real. But now he's like, wait, these people smell real. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah I'll and, poke uh, my head out of the house. So, uh, for for rain, why don't you describe what Brina looks like, Kels? Oh, I was like, I was like, what? Go ahead, <laughs> give it a try. <laughs> Brina looks <Yeah>. cute, <laughs> cute okay. and short. So Brina is a gnome, and even for a gnome, she's very small. She has extremely unruly like pigtails short brown hair big like bottle glass bottle wait what's the, the glasses coke glass coke bottle coke bottle yeah, coke, coke bottle, coke, bottle glasses. coke bottle glasses big brown eyes or big green eyes coming out of the glasses but like brown hair everywhere moss her clothes are like very um i'm picturing like ad- adventurer clothing but like they're 
they're well taken care of. She keeps them relatively clean. Um, but like, it looks like they haven't been cleaned today. There, you know, there's moss and dirt. In so she's extremely disheveled and like, uh, very alert and aware of what's going on around her. So you see that you see the three, uh, library drakes that you extended an invitation to earlier and you see a dragon turtle, uh, that's about six feet long, uh, on its, on its flippers. It's only about, it's only about three feet tall, um, so it's much longer than it is tall. Uh, and, and the gnome is riding around. on the dragon turtle. <laughs> yeah, the gnome is riding on the dragon turtle. Good, good, um, good, good, good. And I'm not going to speak for Brina, but I know Cactus is looking around wide-eyed. Like, what is this? I've read about, is this the ocean? Cactus. Is the ocean on campus? Cactus, I feel oh. extremely disoriented. <laughs> what have I'm sure that this can't be the ocean. I mean, I see it with my eyes, but try not to get your hopes up because I feel like surely the this is not a real beach. And I don't I'm not exactly sure what's going on here. I thought we were going to a party, but we are at a party, but it's outside. Hello. With your discretion, Stephen, uh, folks can make a wisdom save to disbelieve the illusion uh, if they fail, they actually are blinded and deafened to their actual surroundings as they're totally just immersed in this illusory world. Okay. Uh, Brina, why don't you make that? Yeah. Uh, Cactus, I'm just going to say fails it. Okay. Nice. It's a, <laughs> it's a wisdom save, DC 14. Okay. Because because Cactus being a dragon turtle and having read about other dragon turtles living in the ocean. Oh, my heart. Uh, oh, oh, no. no. He, he wants to believe. <laughs> see, oh, see, no. He's believing. Um, Five. That's a five. Yep. <laughs> so, Brina, you walk in, you're totally transported <laughs> into this world. Brina and Cactus think they're at the beach now. But I guess, I mean, Cactus, I feel like it doesn't make sense in my mind how it could work, but obviously that's where we are. Should we, what should we do first? Should we try to go swimming in the ocean? Cactus, you've never even been in the <sighs> ocean. I don't, I don't But I, don't I also know. feel like you, this isn't our house with the beach inside it. Maybe, I don't know what to do, Cactus. Uh, 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 well, that, that, that must be the little fairy. Hello. Uh, <gasps> Hi. Hi. Oh, my goodness. I'll walk out of the house. Um, I guess Brina's never interacted with Rain, I'm realizing. Mm-mm. Uh, but, mm-hmm. uh, Rain is, a is 12 and one half inches tall. <laughs> the tallest uh-huh. sprite of their kind. And, mm-hmm. um, they are currently wearing, um, like a button down, but it's, it's unbuttoned. It's very like loosey goosey, untucked. They're wearing these like really dorky cargo shorts that they call their adventure shorts. They love them so much. <laughs> Unarmed, so you wouldn't see anything really other than that. And um, as Rain steps out of this little house, I imagine there's like a little front porch too, so I can step out. And then behind Rain emerges this little, from your perspective, it probably looks like a salamander, this tiny little black lizard. Um, but you will see that it has these little nubs on its back. Mm-hmm. These little teensy little wings. <laughs> so cute. Yeah. Hello. Oh, um, uh, hi. Uh, hi, is this your house? Do you live at the beach? Uh, well, um, it's sort of complicated. Uh, okay. Do, should we, it's not, um, they seem confused. Oh, uh, I don't remember. Cause what's the, hmm. what's the DC? 14, wisdom save. Okay, uh. The the other the rest of the drakes are looking around like, <laughs> what? Like they, <laughs> as, as they pass a, a beach. This is like hi, 
Materio. Oh, hello, Rain. Hi. I don't remember inviting them to this illusion. I need you to come up with five distinct Drake voices right now, Steven. <laughs> You'll notice that two of them don't talk. <laughs> Go there, no talkers. Keep on. Uh, no talking. I'm like, Rugwell, tell me about your day. <laughs> Rugwell shakes, shakes their head. Amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, no, Tears says, hi, this is, I mean, this is kind of cool, I guess. Is, is the party today? Well, you just said we could c- c- come. Uh, and that. so so we thought we would do that. Terio, you very specifically told me that we had an invitation. I'm so sorry to intrude. Um, oh, no, it's no intrusion at all. Not come intrusion. on in. Come on I in. I apologize. I thought we had an invitation. I would never show up unannounced. And I just feel like, how did you come to live at the beach? Uh, well... Um, oh dear. Uh, uh, um. Well, it's it not just, a beach. I just, I've never seen a beach at the Forge Academy before. You, you're, you're still not. Um, I don't yeah. know how to explain this to you, but uh, this is all. Oh, this is make believe. I mean, oh. Yes, yeah, sorry. It's a. This is just something Cos and I do when no one's around. Yeah, it's an illusion. Um, oh. Yeah. Uh, sorry about that. We are just experimenting around it. Uh, it's wow. It's a. It's extremely. Accurate. Oh, I, I love that it's now canon. That it's now canon that Rain and Kaz uh, have beach parties. <laughs> oh, no one's around. Around. Have beach <laughs> <rooms>. <laughs> Um. Well, uh, you're here now, so it's obviously a party. Um. Okay. Uh, let me. We need food. Uh, we have music. Um, we have nights. Um. Okay. Uh, and I'm just gonna start. Producing as much popcorn as I possibly can. <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll notice that, like, like, like four four kernels at a time. Is that is that enough? I've already got one. So Brina pulls a mushroom out of her hair and says, "Like, um, I I'm not trying to be presumptuous or anything, but I don't know if you've ever tried truffle popcorn. Like, you can use this this mushroom if you want she pulls it out of her hair because it's really good on popcorn i don't know um would you like to use it the dragon the dragon turtles yeah i know it's it's really good i think i actually have a few on on the underside of my shell too (laughs) (laughs) that was chris that was not rain (laughs) um yes uh Oh my goodness, yes! And I will uh, just kind of flutter out of the house, like flutter forward and take it, and then just take a huge bite out of it. Oh! Oh, um, okay. Uh, I mean, that's... just so you know, it's supposed to be more of a subtle addition, so I <laughs> just, you know, it, it is supposed to be more for flavoring, not necessarily just for taking bites of. Oh, so. I think it needs some salt. But, I mean, you can do it however you want. Okay. Um, okay. And I will start producing kernels of popcorn but they take it is it is like truffle bombs it's like when they overdo the fries at like an applebee's or oh something no. where you just want to die you can smell the truffle before it gets to the table yeah it's gnarly. they're literally like dripping with like oil yeah oh, no. of yes. <laughs> yeah um i just realized cause you never met brina either huh? no i've never you met were, oh no you were a song no. so these are the two these are the only yeah. two amazing brina's never met mm-hmm. uh so cactus looks around and is like i um I thought you said that it was those students that we helped one time. Yeah, Tyrion, you said that it was the group that we helped before, but I don't recognize any of these people. Is it? Did I miss something? Oh, Rain, are these friends of yours? I don't believe we've met. No, I mean, 
they are now, I suppose. But um, no, I think I remember maybe Ariadne or someone saying something about uh, a girl at the library once. Um, you must be talking about Besky and Ariadne. Yes, yeah, she knows a lot about the library too. And she is like really beautiful. It, she Her skin glows, right? Is that? Also, yes, that's true. Yeah. Uh, well, she's at work. Okay. And Besky's sleeping. Um, we gave him these very special earmuffs that, that prevent him from hearing all of the really loud music because he got really upset the first few times. Uh-huh. And then, I can um, see how that could be overwhelming for someone, definitely. Sepia's in her room, I think. And then, you know, I never really know where Ashwin is, but that's, you know, she'll, she'll be back at some point. Okay. Okay. Well, um, hi, my name is Brina and I uh, seem to know everybody who's not at this party and nobody who is at this party. So, um, Tyrio did invite me though. So here we are. And this is Cactus. He's my dragon turtle. I found him in the library. (laughs) He hatched from an egg and now we're best friends. That's true. Hi, Cactus. Hi. Oh my goodness. You're so sweet. Thank you. Colonel, come meet Cactus. Oh, you're just a little guy. Uh, Sure. Oh no! I play. I play both of them. In 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 the back of your mind, you hear rain. You hear. Oh, uh, why does everyone comment on how small I am? Because it's adorable. Just come be friendly. <sighs> Do you want to be big? I could make you big if that will make you feel better. No, because then if I get bored, it's harder for me to go hide. Okay, and now I am expecting a twenty-minute conversation between Cactus and Colonel. <laughs> and Ready go, Steven. Uh, Ready go. <laughs> does remind me? Does um, Colonel can only communicate telepathically to you? Yes, Colonel. Well, correct. That is correct. Although I imagine he he could probably speak to the other Drakes, probably. Yeah. But he can't communicate with any other like humanoids or anything like that. Yeah. So you 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 start to see all three, all four of the Drakes. So so Colonel uh, Tyrion Mrogwell and Zedrar and Cactus all just kind of like looking at each other and changing expressions. Like dogs at the dog park. <laughs> as, they're, as they're having this like telepathic draconic conversation. Wait, wait, is there like a, is there like a dog equivalent here? I mean, I'm not saying they're sniff each other's butts, but like, is there like... Is there a Drake like... There's a secret Drake handshake on Oh, sure, oh, sure. Um, yeah. Of course, of course. <laughs> um, as soon as um, Colonel exits the house though, I am gonna make him bigger so he can't sneak away. <laughs> What the fuck was that, Rain? Welcome. Now you have to make friends. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, uh, all, all of the the Drakes and Cactus are, are surprised again. Act, Rain, you would hear you would hear some of the surprise going on in this conversation because <laughs> oh? you're picking up on this on this conversation. Like, well, that was really cool that you you could be big and small. I I, I can only just like I could just go in my shell. Like, oh, well, I mean, a shell would be really useful though. I I suppose. Uh, you said you lived in the library. <laughs> yeah, I do live in the library. It's amazing. Um, Brilliant. It's 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 really cool down there. There's like I don't know if you've ever been to a library, but there's like so many books. And in books, I don't know if you know this about books, but there's like lots of stories. And Brina's been teaching me how to read. I'm not super good yet, and the pages are kind of rough because I just have flippers. Um, so if you've ever tried to flip a page with flippers, it's it's it, you mostly just shut the book. <laughs> yeah, I, I, ima- I imagine that's how how books books go. But um, so any anyways, and then. Just like I'm so with, into this, I'm literally just like <laughs> fluttering nearby, like listening to them have this inane conversation. Colonel's Colonel's really, really trying to be a good host. Colonel, you're doing so well. 
and so not happy about it. And Cactus thinks that everyone's having the time of their life. Oh, is going to turn the music back on, but not, not overwhelmingly loud. It's going to be like, it's going to kind of like go. It's like a nice, like, we'll switch over from hardcore dubstep EDM to like more of like, uh, like a reggae island. Like house. Kind yeah. Of like. Like, yeah. I'm thinking dance mm-hmm. hall. Like we'll dance hall. Yeah. Yeah. Grassroots, yeah, yeah. yeah. you know? Yeah. Sure, sure. Um, yeah. When I will say cause, this is the first time you have seen when Colonel... Um, bamps out of this tiny little lizard form. Bam. Um, as he changes into his full Drake form, he has wings. Like oh. full scale wings. So, quick show of hands. Who doesn't have wings at this party? I think it's just you. <laughs> Brina. Oh, Brina. Brina doesn't have wings either. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Brina and Cactus. Okay. Oh. Brina, Cactus, and Cos. <laughs> Don't have wings. So I've probably spent like 10 full minutes just exhausting myself with all my popcorn like there's these little bowls full of popcorn (laughs) again it's like a handful each but it's taken me forever amazing um so as as you all are having this party in the it seems like all of the draconic creatures are are hanging out and and starting starting to get along uh the three of you humanoids what are you what are you doing dancing badly (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say there's been a little bit of character development here as uh, as we've well established cause no lucky the fairies, but Rain mm-hmm. has been a positive influence uh, in his life, particularly because they have not stolen any of his shit recently. <laughs> recently, that you know that of. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like at some point maybe like Rain was trying to like pull some like fate tricks on cause and cause made like a firm boundary and Rain respected that. Well, they only they only steal small things. Yeah. So, stuff you're not going to yeah. notice. Brina is like just sitting on Cactus's back like <laughs> Is there maybe like, "Hey Cactus, do you think we could find something to drink?" or like she's looking for something to do with her hands. <laughs> Uh, Cause you should make that tea. Just <laughs> terrible dancing. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and Brina, she's doing like the tiniest head bob. Like, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Uh, Kaz absolutely cuts up a rug and does some sweet dance moves as he goes over to make some tea. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Hey, 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 Brina. Cactus's dragon turtle neck kind of pops out a little bit further from his shell and kind of turns and looks up at you. Hey, Brina, if you need something to talk about, you could talk about the weird stuff in the library. I bet they think that's interesting. Cactus, oh, Cactus, I am so glad you're here. I don't know what I would do without you. Never leave me, Cactus. That's a really yeah, good of idea. Course. Okay, so then Brina, she kind of like bobs her head and then she's like, like, um, encourages cactus to go walk over to wherever rain and cause are and she's bobbing her head and she's like hey guys so uh what what's new with you have you guys been to the library lately <laughs> it's just the most awkward like, it's a great conversation starter <laughs> so funny i've started lifelong friendships from less oh god i mean that's fair um well yes uh i went the other day with besky it's not very... I don't have a time in there. The books are far too big. Uh, you know what? Actually, that makes sense because even for me, sometimes when I pick them up, I almost fall over. They're like heavier than they think you're going to be. And then sometimes they're like really thick too. I could see that that would be hard for you. Well, I was just wondering because I don't know if you heard about the library. Like, I don't know how much you know about the library, but usually it's like really 
widely like unorganized and there's like usually just like a really a lot going on there and there's still a lot going on there but I don't know if I also told you that I live in the library so I do (gasps) seem to know yeah that's where I live me and Cactus we live there because down below there's like a river that goes down below the school it's like an underground river which the word is escaping me right now which is funny because I read a lot but I can't think of the word for an underground river but anyway there is an underground river down there so we live there and obviously as you saw before we have mushrooms and moss and things like that that we do but then the point of my story because she can kind of tell she's starting to get some awareness of when people are like glazing over and she's like I feel like Cos was about to offer Brita some brickle root tea and he's just like So anyway, the point of my story, what I was trying to say is, I don't know if you noticed anything weird happening last time you were at the library, but because I live there, I'm pretty in tune to what's going on there. And there's just been some weird things recently going on in the library. Weird? Weird like how? Like, so you know how the Drakes, like, they live there, they're supposed to help, but like, they don't really help. Hi. We do help. No, you do. We're very helpful. You're the opposite of help. Yeah, so they do help with some things and they're less helpful with other things. But the weird thing is that I would go into these rooms that I know have been abandoned for a long time. Because like I said, I live there. I know a lot about the library. I know I'm the only person in there. And then there's usually like my footprints and cactuses, um, flipper prints in the dust in there. And it's so dusty that that's all you can see on the ground. But then like the next day I went back and it was clean. And it was clean. And it was organized. And the Drakes didn't do that. I think we can all agree that we know that they didn't do that. It was clean, you guys. Yeah. No dust. No, yeah, we don't. We, again, from the background of the conference, we definitely, we don't, we don't, that's not one of our skills. Cleaning is not one of our skills. Uh, Well, um, I do recall that Besky said, well, didn't, Cos, didn't something happen where you, like, went to another timeline or something weird happened or you're, like, duplicates or clones or something? I don't really know. I wasn't here yet. You know, I have <clears throat> I used to keep several notebooks, uh, but I burned them all recently. That's not helpful. It, it's gotten too confusing. Okay, that's fair. So here's the thing. I think that I was there because recently I've been remembering, like, a lot of things that happened with your friends that you're saying Although, cause you weren't there, and I still am not sure why, except for something about, like, there was, like, a beautiful song that was kind of playing in our heads and leading us towards where we were supposed to go or something like that. And something about, like, something about that song reminds me of you. I don't know. Anyway, the point is, you guys weren't there, but I was there. And some weird stuff happened, and then Professor Perseverance gave me a lot of instructions that I only... Didn't really want to do, but he told me I had to because I was the only one. And then I put the seed in the tree and now we're here, but I had forgotten. And now I remember. And so does that make it clear? Perfectly. (laughs) Okay, good. Yeah, absolutely. The song you're hearing sounds like, and and Kaz is going to to pull out his ukulele and play a few chords of some of the songs of Ilbal Holland that he has been a part of or uh, and songs that he has been composing inspired by when he was absorbed into the song of Elval Holland. See if that strikes strikes a memory with Brina. It's it's absolutely the the song. Yes. 
Yes. Okay. So maybe you were there, even though I don't really understand how that works. But I feel like maybe we can just breeze over that because maybe we don't need to know and it doesn't make sense. So, but maybe you were there, but I was there. And, but what happened in the library, I feel like the thing about the library that you have to be careful about is like, people think it's not important because it's happening in the library, but it is still on campus and it's a very weird place. And I feel like it could be a symptom of something that's happening other places if it's happening in the library and usually no one would notice, but I noticed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is, it is, it is weird. So yeah, that's. What I, that was the conversation topic that I brought to the party today. So I don't know if anyone else has anything to say. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh God. Okay. Cactus, cactus whispers. Brina, that was, that was like really good. Cactus, thank you. You're my best friend. <laughs> Rain has never has never encountered someone like this, and they grew up with fairies, so they are very well uh, acquainted with uh, eccentric and um, <laughs> unique personalities. Um, and I think that like the facial expression is kind of this like um, but they haven't stopped dancing like Elaine from Seinfeld, so it's just like this really awkward like. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, Kaz has straight up stopped dancing at this point and is just looking at Brina and saying, so you think that there's something amiss in the bookshelves? I do. I'm so glad that you picked up on the point that I was trying to make. I really do. Oh, no, it was, it was very clear. I uh, just... Um, Thank you. Uh, yeah. Sometimes people don't understand what I'm saying, but I cause. Thank you. I just feel like we're connecting on like like a higher level right now. Yeah, it's weird. It's the tea. It's the tea. It'll do that to you. Actually, you know what? I noticed that I didn't get any tea. <laughs> oh, cause. Oh no, this this batch like cause just like pours into a nearby plant. Like, oh, this batch is bad. No, no, oh. you don't. No, no, I couldn't. I couldn't start with this to a guess. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then cause is going to like turn around and sort of like, look like he's doing something else is going to make eye contact with Rain and be like, no tea for this one. She's not enough. <laughs> Meanwhile, Rain's eyes are like, their pupils are so dilated and their hearts racing. Like, I don't understand. Kaz <laughs> <laughs> is, is reassessing how liberal he should be with this tea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, we could, I suppose... I am a bit. I am a bit tired. We could take a break from the party and, and go see about these mysterious clean rooms um, and see if we can. <laughs> no, it's like really weird though. See if we can figure out what's going on. Yeah, I think we should. The Drakes. The Drakes are like, yeah. Um, can we stay here? Sure. No. Cool. Best, what? Best case asleep. He won't even notice. The, no. Uh, um. Uh, mm, how to put this um, library drakes uh, you can't stay mm-hmm. here because it's not safe it's not safe oh not safe no not for library drakes completely safe for you and for you Roll. and for you points to cactus as well but definitely <laughs> no not for them oh wow roll a deception check <laughs> <laughs> Uh, deception. I mean, I guess, I guess unless that's a threat. Uh, no, it's not intimidation. It's definitely, I feel like Kaj should be better deception than he really is. And that says he's mediocrely good. It's an 11. 
it's a mediocre mediocre lie. Oh, they have a minus six to uh, their wisdom insight, right? No. Uh, they have a plus three actually. Oh, shit. Uh, Tyrio looks at the other two and says, "Come on, we know when we're not welcome." No, that's not. Uh, <laughs> no, that's not true. Wait, come back, Tyrio. Tyrio, maybe this could be like we have an opportunity to make it like a progressive dinner, like a progressive party where like we start here and we were supposed to have beverages, although apparently that's not happening now. So I'm not sure who was supposed to communicate about the progression, even though I'm coming up with it right now. But we could have beverages here. And then I have plenty. I have plenty of food. Me and Cactus have a big surplus because I there was a time where something weird was happening above the library. So me and Cactus were hiding in the library. We have a lot of food so we could have dinner. And then maybe somehow, uh, I'm trying to remember exactly what happened, but there was a few months ago where somebody like gave you guys a bunch of donuts. They were throwing them around. So maybe we could have some of those for dessert. Oh, no, it was, it was, it was all these students except for, right? Oh. Well, donut David's favorite popcorn, but um, it's pretty close. <laughs> Donut-flavored popcorn. Oh my gosh. Wow, anyway, that sounds amazing. We, we could just stop by the dining hall, couldn't we? I mean, don't we not really pay tuition here? So don't they have to feed us? Isn't that part of this? I don't understand school just yet. Yeah, but I'm I getting think, there. I think they do. I think they do feed us. Me and Cactus don't really eat there because, first of all, they told me that Cactus can't eat in the dining hall because he's too big. And last time I took him, he, like, ate all the food or something. I don't know. It doesn't really make sense to me if, like, other familiars can go in the dining hall, but mine can't. But um, also, well, that's I don't, like... I feel like sometimes weird things happen in the dining hall, like, um, they're, like bad things could happen there. I prefer to be in the library. Okay, well, what if we did this? What if um, we split up, and you go get the next party stop ready, and then uh, Colonel and I will go to the dining hall and get uh, provisions for the party, and we'll meet you there. Well, my my big concern, Cactus says, is uh, most people can't find us in the library, ever. That's true. Well... I guess those rooms must be reading. Well, we clean. could wait. We could wait. We could wait in the in the entryway or something. You sure. Know, I've been. Uh, I'm realizing now that I've really been relying on Besky for providing a lot of hospitality, and I've gotten a bit lazy. And uh, uh, and he turns to the Drakes and says, "Library Drakes, uh, I apologize. It's it very rude of me <laughs> here." And and he proceeds to brew up a big pot of of brickle root tea. And just <laughs> doses yes. everybody. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Oh, Except this for, is interesting. I, it's not good, but you no. just keep drinking it until it is good. Uh, you know. You know what, though, I feel better, and what? I'm picturing it's like um, <laughs> so it's like, it's like, it's like Adderall. Adderall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. Brina feels better. Down. Yes. I feel like I can think. <laughs> Exactly. Like, wow, I wonder what you put in here. Because I feel a lot better. Thank you. Well, That's delicious. Uh, Kaz will, will teach Bruna how he makes the tea. And it's it's essentially boiling a special root called brickle root. And then straining it. And then drinking it. Yeah, I mean. It's you don't t- want to boil it for too long. Then it gets highly poisonous if you're not a dwarf. Okay. Okay. It also does taste bad, but yes, I feel better. I guess it's like actually, you know, it's really good if you add it in. It's and he puts in some of uh, Rin's popcorn. 
actually the popcorn's good. Oh. Oh, oh, don't. Okay, don't drink that one. Don't drink that <laughs> one. No, no, the donut popcorn. Can you make some of oh, the donut? Oh, that's this bowl. No. Oh, jeez. I'm sorry. They're all so small. So, I get them confused. They're <laughs> so clearly distinct. Okay. As, as you spend the next 45 minutes trying to just leave your room. Brina, um, hold on. One more thing. Brina says, like, very calmly, like, okay, cactus. Almost like a regally, like, a, I'm picturing, like, a queen turning her horse like let's go back to the library my goodness i love it okay sure and um uh colonel uh says to you telepathically rain you know uh knowing more people in the library who kind of know some secrets there that that might be helpful to us you know um yes but you're always so it's business 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 with you you can't just have one one night of fun okay Okay, do, were you not there when we saw that vision? Okay, yes, I haven't forgotten. I'm just saying, when life is really scary, sometimes you just need to take a little break. That doesn't make sense to me. Okay, fine, whatever, just fine, fine. All I'm saying is we could help them. What you're really saying is that they could help us. I know you very well, Colonel. It's like a, it's, it's a quid pro quo sort of a situation. Very well, very well. Okay, let's go, let's go. Out loud to everyone else. So, uh, if you are, <laughs> what's little cat doing? So, uh, if you want to stop by the the cafeteria and get some food, you're you're welcome to. I fly in on mm-hmm. Colonel's back. I am high on brickle root. <laughs> I don't give. I give no fucks. I'm just swooping into the dining hall, whether there's people or not. Colonel's just like grabbing a tray of donuts. <laughs> yeah, <basically. laughs> It's like, what is happening? Just like scooping stuff into my bag on the table as I fly by. <laughs> you see, uh, you see, um, uh, Professor Valdirin, uh, <laughs> as, as you fly and like give this look that is like, I give them, I give them some, like, like some authority and look what happens. Give like, them an inch, they'll take a mile. <laughs> I love school! Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, cause is just, cause in an effort to, to make amends to his inhospitality, his inhospitableness. His lack of hospitality to the Drakes is going to just grab like one, no, two boxes of donuts. The whole, just the whole box <laughs> and bring them out okay. to the library. For the library and place. I like how the implication here is that this school serves donuts for dinner to its yeah. students. Yes, like, they do. There's a, tw- there's a 24 hour, there's a 24 hour donut bar at Fade Forge Academy where I walk. Yeah, fair. Absolutely. <laughs> and then Brina, because she feels like uh, so much calmer and more clear headed because of the tea, she actually makes it into the dining hall and she's like, you know what? I've actually never been in here before. I came my very first day at orientation and that day I swore to never come again. But today it doesn't seem so bad. And she this cactus. Because of the unjust rules at this school, you need to stay here. But don't worry. I brought my bag of holding. I'll bring you back a snack. And she just like goes, hey, Rain, can you help me fill this? And like opens the bag of holding. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Just grab the bag. Do another lap where I'm just scooping stuff into the bag of holding. With Steven's permission, because I don't think I technically have a bag of holding. <laughs> Pull in some uh, Fave for CEO uh, Besky also doesn't have magic there. earmuffs, but he does now. I mean, yeah, it's necessity. <laughs> It's good for the story. <laughs> Rule of cool. Sure, that's fine. 
so you get just so much food. Um, there's a few of these. Uh, we actually haven't done much in there, but there are these these little gremlins that actually help help working in the work in the kitchen. Uh, that are like throwing throwing little pieces of food at, at at you, Rain, trying to stop you from filling it up and and trying to like pull stuff out of the bag of holding. But because it only works for it doesn't work for just anybody, they're like they're like reaching in and pulling out nothing. Like uh-huh. what is happening? <laughs> The most, that's the most fairy-like I've ever been, actually. <laughs> Rain's gone mad. Uh, <laughs> mad with power. I'm going to take a pause real quick to tell you to go to greenleafgeek.com and buy yourself a couple sets of dice. Um, if you use the code Fayforge on checkout and you're buying curated sets, uh, you'll get a little discount. And if not, you can always get some beautiful customized dice uh, by Leah. So check all those things out for the best handmade dice and curated sets that you can find on the internet. All right, back to the show. So as as you get all that food um, and you head back to the library, Brina, you you would be leading this this charge because nobody else would really know where to go. Uh, what are you doing? So as Brina eight it did seem to like counteract some of the tea tea's effects um so she's like okay guys so it's time to go so just so you know there's a lot of things that are going to be happening here you might see portals you might see passages i would suggest stay away from the portals you literally have no idea where it will take you in the library sometimes they close behind you and then you can't find your way out I honestly have found many students who are extremely lost, who like bad things have happened to them because they don't know how to navigate the library. So I am just saying, stick with me and Cactus. We will find the way. And so then she just kind of like walks away and is winding. Like she goes through a few portals that she knows like won't close behind and she knows where they lead. And then, um, you know, just anyone else would have no idea how to navigate back. And then I, I don't know, Steven, what does she find? Where's she? Why don't you roll a perception check? Okay. Uh, and I'm going to, I'm going to say that um, rain, rain and cause as you're kind of going through this, the first, the first like lower, mm. lower levels um, you've been to, you've, you've kind of looked at the books. It's, it's a very normal library, but as you start going deeper and deeper into the library, um, it is weird. Like there's like kind of, pulses of magic that you feel um like like kelsey said there's like you go through a couple like basically walls you just you just kind of walk through that take you to completely different rooms in completely different styles the the decor and the books get older and older and older the deeper you get and i feel like specifically where brina is taking them in her mind is to a specific room that had been extremely torn down that she had found some like old stories regarding like back when magic was extremely present in this world mm-hmm. that had obviously never been touched and so she had been in that room many times though because her and cactus were trying to learn more about the beginnings of the world and then one day when she came back um everything was clean and a few of the volumes that she knew were in there Everything was organized, but those volumes were missing. Yeah, and so so as you get to this room, it is it is meticulously cleaned. Um, 
even even the sections that Ariadne have worked on aren't this organized and this clean and this perfect. Like every single book is perfectly aligned. Um, you cannot find a speck of dust anywhere. Um, <clears throat> uh, the the room is um, it's more of a study than it is like rows and rows of books. Um, so on the on the four walls there are um, there are there are a lot of books. In the center there are two desks facing one another. Um, and then uh, on the the far wall of of this room, uh, there's actually just this blank. There's just blank space. Um, there's no pictures, no books, no shelves, or anything like that. And that's about a ten foot square in the wall. Everything else is completely covered by by shelves and books. Uh, and why don't you all, uh, as Brina, well, go ahead and do whatever you will do. Kaz is going to, like, run his fingers underneath one of the shelves, and when he pulls his hand away, there's no dust. He looks around and says, something is very wrong here. Quick question. In our travels down, we didn't, by any meta chance, encounter any bookshelves that had any old singe marks or uh, any rooms that had at one point perhaps been set on fire by you know, maybe a rogue group of students. There's nothing like that that we saw, right? <laughs> well, you, you did have to. You did have to pass by one room. Yeah, that was that was just like there was there was char mark char marks on all the walls. Um, uh, the bookshelves are are a lot newer than most of the places. Um, uh, there are some very clear signs about about using fire magic. Oh. In in specifically this room, there's about twelve uh, twelve different signs. Interesting. Posted around. Interesting. <laughs> And there's a small picture of a group of students. Oh, uh, <laughs> neat, cool. Around around a statue, <laughs> a, painting, a statue of a beholder. Um, oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> Amazing. Um, as soon as we get to this clean room, I'm gonna pull out my little magic mouth boombox and set it down. Turn it back on. Throw some pixie dust into the air. <laughs> Yeah. And Brina's just going to start like, yeah, so this is the room. And I have to be honest that Cactus and I have been in here a lot because we've been doing this thing where we tell each other stories at night or we like to find stories and we read about them. And like most of the stories in this library have some sort of historical context or meaning, even if they're fiction. So Cactus and I were in here a lot anyway, because it talks about like how magic started and something about Malvaris and like there was an old lady who was a hag but then she like helped these two girls find a tree like anyway there was a lot of really interesting stories in here and Cactus and I really loved it a lot and we came back like night after night to find these stories and we just really really enjoyed it and then one night when I came back not only was everything clean but those stories were gone strange well this was recently yeah we've been like we I mean Cactus and I have been doing this for months now but the thing is that it was just like maybe it had been like two weeks since we've been here but i came back three days ago and everything that's interesting is gone as you can see now all these stories are like they're just like about i don't know i don't even know what like sunshine and being outside and things like that what cactus and i just aren't into that um can i start as brina is explaining this uh i think rain would start just peeking at some of the titles, um, whatever books are in here, trying to see mm-hmm. if there's anything maybe relevant, um, either to this situation or to Rain's personal situation. Okay, roll an investigation check. 
Uh, and cause, why don't you roll a perception check? Okay. Uh, okay, that's a seventeen. Nat twenty for a twenty-four for cause and perception. Okay. So, Rain, as you as you uh, look around, <coughs> um, there aren't there aren't many stories left. There are a lot of history type textbooks. Um, the thing that you would kind of, I mean, you don't have hours and hours necessarily to like flip through all of them. Sure. Um, but there's a couple things that, that kind of stand out to you is one is that, um, a lot of these books talk about, uh, overlapping of planes, Mm -hmm. like basically during the time of lore. And then a lot of them are like histories of, of the places of, of different, different continents, histories you've never heard of or read about, even, even, um, stuff that your, um, fairy family hasn't talked about because it's it's from it's from thousands of years ago um uh when you look at maps the names the names of places are slightly different than what you've seen um uh but in one of these books that had that talks about these overlapping spheres you find um two handwritten spells in the back one is arcane eye and the other is binding oath cause look at this hey Cause will take a look at the book and uh, glance through this book of the planes and all the different. Like, is are there like texts here on how to get between different planes, or is it just like a manual of the planes? There is. There's not text necessarily about how to, but it does talk about the the way it talks about the planes is almost like they were once together, um, and traveling between them was very simple. Um, almost like it's like in the text, it's almost like taken for granted. This doesn't make sense at all. I mean, going from plane to plane is an ordeal. No, no, Fires. not that part. That, that's the dry stuff. Look at this. I'm going to oh, point oh, to the oh. handwritten spells. Oh. What's this? Do you know these? Hey, this is a very. If I understand this correctly, it's some kind of divination magic. Uh, and then character aside, the second spell you named, Stephen, I actually don't recognize it. Is that from a supplement? It is. Uh, it is from uh, <clears throat> uh, Deep Magic. Is that our Roll20 compendium? So you can you can look it up in uh, Roll20. Yes, it is. Will you cast it? Would Brina know? Ooh. Sorry. I mean, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Would Brina know what? Anywhere, like, where they could possibly find more information about what they could mean? Well, before we get to that, Kaz has a natural 20 perception check. That's right. Uh, oh, yeah. That we need to deal with. Uh, and so as you're kind of flipping through this book, uh, down, kind of down a hallway a little bit, you hear kind of a rush, almost like the sound of a rush of wind. It actually reminds Kaz and Rain, it would remind you of going through the Feywild portals down the hall. Uh, and then you hear... Um, after, after a minute, you hear like the sounds of chairs moving and um, and other things like books being being moved around and things. As Rain's drawing causes attention to these handwritten spells in the back, and he's he's examining them. He holds up his hand for a second. Quiet. Did you hear that? And he he looks down this hallway, and hears the sound of this what could be a Feywild portal opening. And uh, what else do I do? do does Class see anything down this? passageway or is it uh, just these sounds? Uh, as you stick your head out, I would say um, as you hear that rushing uh, and you look out, you see a, a faint glow for a minute and then when that rushing sound stops, it, it goes away. 
Um, you guys, I- I'm not trying to startle anyone, but I just want to let you know that I have literally never seen anyone else down here. So it's like, just so you know, it is extremely weird to hear something right now. And I'm feeling freaked out personally. I'd have to second that. We've heard portals like that before. Yes, but perhaps somebody's coming. Maybe it's Professor Miranda. And I'm going to take off. Oh, I highly okay, doubt right. that. No, I dude. feel like oh, that's a bad oh, idea. The bad, bad idea. Oh, look at that. Jinx. Yeah, we. <laughs> I guess at least we're on the same page. Rain must have missed it. Rain's not even. Rain's not even reading the same book. Nope. <laughs> uh, so, Rain, as you get there, uh, you see this um, this individual dressed almost like a squire, um, if you will, or or some sort of servant. Uh, they're kind of floating slash walking. Um, their feet aren't totally touching the ground, but they are acting like they're walking very meticulously moving things around, cleaning, uh, doesn't seem to notice that you're there. Professor Ma- Oh, how are you? Slowly turns to you. Uh, you notice its eyes are just white, uh, very pale skin, though, uh, in, like, spots under its eyes are, are very, very, very black. I'm the servant of the house. And we're gonna have to find out what happens next time on The Faithful. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, thanks so much for attending the Faith Forge Academy today. Uh, before you go, don't forget to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Academy. Um, and also stop by Greenleaf Geek, which is at Greenleaf Geek on Twitter and Instagram or greenleafgeek.com. Get all your dice needs fulfilled. Um, uh, and don't forget that if you use the code FayForge on checkout, you'll get 10% off your order. We are also proud members of the Fundamentals Podcast Network, so make sure you go to thefundamentals.com to catch up on all sorts of pop culture and nerd stuff. Uh, they have a lot of great articles, a lot of other great podcasts. Um, check them out. And with that, I am your Dungeon Master, Steven. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the underscore bad DM. My name is Ian Gould, and you can find me on Twitter at Ian G. Gould. Hey, I'm Chris. I like to hang out. You can do so alongside me on Twitter at Kiss of Hemlock. Uh, my name is Emily Harmon, and you can find me on Twitter at Emily J E A Harmon. My name is Michael Sinclair II. You can find me at Michael Critz on Twitter and on Twitter. Hey, I'm Kai. You can find me at Twitter at Stonefly underscore Kai. My name is Adelaide Gardner. You can find me at O Adelaide on Twitter and Action underscore Fiction on Twitch. Theme music by Dave Cole of the Four Orbs Podcast. For more music, check out D. Cole Music on YouTube.
Additional sound effects and music found at zapsplat.com, tabletopaudio.com, and epidemicsound.com. The Faith Forge Academy is a proud member of the Fundamentals Podcast Network. Heroes of Terra is a new 5e expansion coming soon to Kickstarter that brings the Celtic legends to life at your table. Ethereal creatures stalk the fringes of humanity's settlements while chieftains lead their clans to battle across the wilds into the other world. With new classes, tribes that represent life in ancient Ireland, and more, you can take authentic Irish legends and representation and live within those legends, including the Ace She, one of the mythological bases for Fey in D&D. Go to heroesofterror.com to find out more and sign up for notifications for the Kickstarter coming soon.